Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today I am joined by U of M Western football player, Nick Widhelm. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing good, doing good. So first off, I just want to find out, you know, what kind of started your love of football and made you want to play it all the way through high school and then continue in college? Um, so my story, I think it's kind of different from everyone else's. Um, I started out playing football when I was a sixth grader and uh, I actually quit football that year because I just did not like the physicality of it and stuff. And um, I had some academic issues as well, but then seventh grade year rolled around. I was like, you know what, I'll give it another try. Got through the whole season. And then our last game of the year, our starting quarterback went down. So they put me at a quarterback and I actually really enjoyed playing and stuff and then my eighth grade year we got a <clears throat> excuse me we got a, a new head coach for our football team and then um it he really made me fall in love with the game and uh that year I really really had a phenomenal season and then freshman year came around and at the time throughout junior high we were uh, eight man and then uh, freshman year rolled around and we went from eight man down to six man out in power, Montana. And, uh, yeah, from there, I, well, from my seventh grade year, I really fell in love with it and then got into high school and started getting into the weight room more, started getting more serious about it and just thought, you know, I have potential of playing college football, so I'm going to maximize it as best as I can. So then, uh, just kept working and working. Um, sophomore year came, ended up getting a concussion, didn't really play a whole lot that year, but then junior year came around and that's where I had a really phenomenal year. I ended up throwing for, well, I want to say it was close to 1400 passing yards and like 40 passing touchdowns in the season. And then I also contributed to our run game where, I had, I think it was like 400 and something rushing yards and three rushing touchdowns. And then um, I actually got uh, Western um, hit me up in on Twitter, invited me to a junior day that year and then COVID hit. So didn't get to go on a junior day with them, but I did a lot of Zoom calls with them over the, over that summer. Um, <clears throat> I got stronger going into my senior year. I got faster. Um, did not have as much of a productive season my senior year throwing the ball because, I mean, I lost almost all my targets my junior year because they were all seniors. So, uh, I mean, I still passed for about, like, 800 yards and then had, like, 26, 27 touchdowns. But I had a lot more um, run game involvement and um that actually uh is what western wanted to see was more speed for me so then they offered me and uh i came down as a wide receiver um and then after my senior year of football i kept working out got ready for basketball and then uh the last four games of the season uh i ended up missing uh, because I ended up tearing a ligament in my foot 
during basketball and uh so that put me on a setback and uh so i ended up not running track year. just uh worked on my foot got it healthy played in the all-star game down in highwood and uh got ready to came down to uh western um had pretty good start at uh, fall camp and then i ended up messing up my foot again so that set me back for the whole year and then um i actually just could not figure out any answers what's wrong with my foot um i've had mris x-rays um uh, emg test or whatever it is called and then um <clears throat> i actually uh stepped into a student assistant role for the spring just so I could get my foot healthy. And uh, I'm planning on seeing if I can make a comeback to play wide receiver again. Cause I mean, I, I miss the game and I really love playing and stuff. So. Oh man, I, I hope you're able to, that's tough to go through multiple injuries and on your foot. That's such an important position for a wide receiver. Exactly. Yeah. I, uh, I ended up tearing a ligament in the bottom of my foot that, helps with uh running and jumping so it, it was course. my plantar <laughs> fascia i tore so oh and those are rough i think those are what ends a lot of players careers that plantar fascia yeah um so i'm hoping it doesn't end my career hopefully i can come back and play again fingers crossed for sure so i had a few questions there for you um power as you mentioned was six man football yeah. And now you're playing full on 11 on 11. Yeah. How much different is that for you? Uh, when I first came down here, I mean, I, I've gone to a couple 11 man camps, but that was when I was playing quarterback and I went to like Minot state for a camp and stuff with them. And, um, I mean, it was a huge change, but then coming down here and moving to wide receiver, getting, having to read a defense and, read a cover three or a cover two or full on man. It was a huge change, but um, I adapted pretty quickly, I would say. But yeah, just foot injury came back up and put an end on that right there. So for sure. So then how does six man football work? Because I'm from Billings, where of course we have a ton of kids in our high school. So yeah, we have 11 on 11. So how exactly do you line up in six man football? So in six-man football, you have to have three receivers on the line. So you have a you have a center, and then you have two ends, and then you can have two backs and a quarterback. And uh, everyone's eligible to run a route. So as soon as the center snaps, he can just run. But um, a different change that they have for six-man is when a quarterback wants to run, you have to have like the running back pitch the quarter, make a clear pitch to the quarterback so he can run. So. Huh. That's different. So, um, so what were some of the rule changes, you know, between the two that were really hard for you to adjust to? Um, I mean, going from a uh, six man to 11 man, there, there's a uh, five more people out on the field. So it's a lot harder to uh, get open. Um, I mean, it's also weird not uh, seeing a ball get pitched back to a quarterback so he could run. So 
uh, is a lot different, but you can just get the snap and 11 man and just take it off. So then if I'm remembering correctly, power is a co-op school. Yep. Power, Dutton, Brady. So how neat is it to have those two other towns co-opt with you to play football and play all your sports? Um, we only are co-op for uh, just football right now. Oh, okay. But, um, I mean, it's pretty cool because it really bonds us a lot better because, I mean, we're from different towns. We do different things, and um, we're just completely different people. But uh, getting to know one another, it, it really helped um, build and strengthen our team over the years. For sure. And then how does, you know, the community support you guys? I mean, <clears throat> I'm sure small town Montana is great, but how yeah. does it come out and support you guys? Oh, uh, I mean, shoot, they uh, do, after every home game, they uh, keep the concessions open for us, and then they feed us. And it's ran by um, parents and fans of the Power Dutton Brady Titans. And, I mean, um, this last year, uh, when Power Dutton Brady was made that huge run to the state title game, I mean, um, everybody from every town went to every single game. You could – the whole entire sideline of the PDB Titans was completely filled with fans cheering. You got the cowbells, coins in a uh, water bottle. They, they were doing everything for them. And, uh, I mean, it just brings – football is what really brought Power Dutton and Brady all together, really. So That's awesome. So what is your favorite memory of either playing at Power Dutton Brady or – of your time at U of M Western so far? Um, so I'll give you a memory of both. Um, I would say my probably my favorite memory um, at in power for playing for the PDB Titans. Um, I would have to say it was during practice one day when uh, one of my teammates, because like there's this family that had a lot of animals and they would just run around and stuff and we were conditioning and uh the dog started this little dog started chasing down one of our teammates and I've never seen him run as fast as he did in his life so that that was probably my favorite memory um but uh probably my favorite uh, actual football memory through Power Dutton Brady was um being able to represent them at the uh six-man all-star game my after my senior year and just showing out, throwing a little over 300 yards and half a dozen touchdowns that game. And then uh, probably my favorite memory here at Western was uh, when we uh, beat uh, Rocky here down in Dillon to win the conference and get the playoff bid over um, Rocky and uh, College of Idaho. For sure. So – you know, you brought up a couple of questions there because I, um, but one of them is, um, you know, Western's in the frontier where there's a bunch of Montana schools. I mean, you mentioned Rocky, Carroll, Northern, yeah, Tech. Um, how cool is it to be in a conference where there's so many Montana schools? It's uh, it's really cool because I mean, the rivalries are just way different. It's it's just like the Catskers, you know, like us in Tech. That's a rivalry for the ages, and it, I believe the coaches told us it goes back all the way to 1940s. 
I mean, just running, just being a red shirt my this last year, just running through the tunnel at the tech at tech stadium and just getting yelled at and things chucked at us. It, it was it was pretty cool, honestly. <clears throat> Those but, Butte fans are pretty passionate. Yeah, very passionate fans in Butte. For sure. So I don't know if you can see my shirt. Yeah. But with you being in Dillon, how hype is the town of Dillon for Ch- or for Troy Anderson? Oh, we are <laughs> rooting for Troy. We're all excited. Um, <clears throat> I think most of the hotels here have something saying, uh, oh, what is it? 442 is pretty fat for pretty fast for a cat. <laughs> and everybody's talking about Troy and we're just rooting for Troy. So Oh, that's awesome, man. So, you know, I know that you have your injuries, but what is one thing that you really want to do during your time at Western? Um, right now, um, as a coach, being a student assistant, I want to learn um, our offensive schemes, why we run what we run. Um, school-wise, I, I'm going to kinesiology, so I want to um, – I want to actually become a chiropractor. So if college coaching doesn't pan out, uh, I can fall back on a chiropractic, being a chiropractor and stuff. So I was just going to ask if you wanted to join the coaching ranks and that's why you're on as an assistant while you're dealing with your injuries. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, coaching actually runs through my family. My dad, um, he, he's a high school coach down in out in power he coaches the girls basketball team and he actually took over as the ad not too long ago and uh my brother um jackson he's actually uh helping coach um third and fourth grade basketball um he's helping uh coach high school track junior high track right now so it it really it's a good uh gig to get into because i mean everywhere is hiring coaches so and it's kind of something I don't think people are going <clears> to <throat> not need for a while. So, yeah, for sure. So I got your name from Rob Brown of the Big Sky Customs. Yeah. Um, figurines, I guess, is what it's called. Yeah. Did you get one from him and how did it turn out and how did you get to, you know, get to have that process of getting one from him? Um, it actually turned out very incredible. It was complete. It was detailed down to minute details I mean it had the little skull and crossbone stickers that was on my helmet it had the uh, little like lightning bolt stripes on the shoulders of my jersey um he does phenomenal work um I I was uh I was going through Facebook one day and I saw that and I was like holy this is actually really cool this this guy does some incredible work and then uh I brought it up to my parents and uh that was that was a graduation gift from my parents. So, yeah. That's so cool. And he does do amazing work. I mean, yeah. apart from being a great guy, he does amazing yeah. work, which yeah. is awesome. So that's so cool. So, you know, you mentioned you're an assistant. And I. what is your role on the team? Um, for my student assistant role, I am a, a student assistant for the uh, quarterbacks and the wide receivers here. So I learn. I'm learning everything about quarterbacks, throwing mechanics, wide receivers, um, releases, how to be 
be depressed, how to be physical. Um, and they also are making me the uh, signal caller. So when our head coach calls the play, I'll signal out the our signals to our quarterback and the wide receiver so they can get set up in the formation and run the routes. That's awesome. Um, oh, what was I going to ask you? I had a question while we were talking there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't remember, man. Um, anyway, um, oh, what I was going to ask you was you were a multi-sport athlete in high school. Yeah. Which obviously coming from a small school, that's just kind of par for the course. Yeah. But um, do you think that that helped you in your football game with that being uh, your true love? Yeah, honestly, I think uh, what sport really helped me the most was probably um, track. And uh, I mean, I was a hurdler in track. I loved doing the hurdles. It made me very nimble and more flexible. And it made me more agile and fast as well. So I think that really contributed to my game. It helped me with my running mechanics, help me get faster while running in pads. Because I mean, not everyone's slower than they are with pads than they are without, but yeah. So then how did you get your speed up? Because that's sometimes hard to, you know, get your speed up, especially in what, probably 10 pounds worth of pads. Yeah, it, it's very challenging. Um, what I did was I did um, certain type of uh, cone drills to work on my speed. I did ladders. Um, I would do uh, sled pulls. Um, I just do 40 yard sprints. Um, stretch a lot. Stretching really helped. Um, and uh, I would actually uh, watch how like Usain Bolt would run and he runs more on the like his toes than he does on his whole entire foot. So I thought mm, maybe I could get faster by running more on my toes than anything. And honestly, um, this goes back to my eighth grade year. I went to Shields to pick out some cleats and there's this um, guy there. I can't remember his name, but I remember he was a pretty good football player in Montana. And uh, he mentioned that getting more of a, like a plastic bottom than a rubber bottom kind of cleat helps improve your speed a lot. So I, I took his word on it and he was right. And yeah, I, that's also another key factor that helped me get speed. Huh. Okay, so that leads me to two questions. I know there's different kinds of cleats. Mm -hmm. So I think there's like molded and then there's metal, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Which do you prefer? Um, I prefer I it, I prefer molded a lot better. Just because, I mean, I, that's what I've been running on since eighth grade year. So, I mean, I've never done, I've never tried metal, but... Uh, I really enjoy molded ones a lot. Yeah. And then my other question is, and I've heard this a lot from football players, turf is awful on the body. It is very awful. And uh, we actually play down here in Dillon. We play on our high school. We play on Dillon High School field right now. But um, we just, uh, a couple months back, we just um, uh 
release what our turf field's gonna look like behind our athletic facility and stuff. So, but yeah, turf, I mean, shoot, look at the NFL. I mean, a lot of injuries happen on turf than happens on soft grass. And I mean, that I think that's another reason why teams should move from turf to soft grass. I mean, yeah, it's a lot more um, time and effort to put in to maintain the field, but I mean, it'll also keep your athletes a lot healthier. Cause I mean, um, I don't think we've, we had anybody get injured on our game field, but we had uh, one of our running backs who was a transfer from Nevada. He actually got turf toe from playing on turf fields and he actually ended up having to get surgery on that turf toe. Yeah. I've heard that that injury is awful. <clears throat> yeah, it is. It is a pretty serious injury. Cause I mean, it's basically just jammed up your big, your big toe, which hurts really bad. Right. But, so. Oh man, that's, that's crazy. So I've been to U of M Western's campus, just kind of on the outside. I've never been to their athletic, you know, field or their department to know what are their facilities like for players? Um, I mean, our, our facilities down here in Dillon aren't like what you're going to see at Tech or Carroll. Cause I mean, th those guys get a lot more money. Um, Western, um, I mean, we still have pretty good equipment here. Um, we have, I think, 15 squat racks in our weight room. Um, we got bikes, treadmills, ellipticals, um, flat pull-down machines. We have a lot of auxiliary machines, but, I mean, it, it gets the job done. It gets us stronger, makes us better. So, Awesome. So another thing that you mentioned that made me come up with a question here is, the transfer from Nevada, do you think that the transfer portal is a good thing and can help teams or do you kind of see it as a help and hurt at the same time? I see that it's, I think it's more of a hurt than it is a help because I mean, yeah, you're getting guys from like Tennessee or uh, USC or Oregon or places like that. But I mean, it really hurts high school athletes that are wanting to get recruited. Cause I mean, they're putting their time in, they're dedicating everything they got to this game and the transfer portal is hurting them. And so they're being left out of getting scholarships and they are just going to college, being a normal student. And I mean, I was lucky to get um, offered before the transfer portal really became a huge thing this past couple months. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just – I think it's more of a hurt than it is a help because, I mean, it does help your program out because you have um, better experienced players right. that have played in ex experience and stuff and played in college games and stuff, and you're not getting a high school kid who's played in high school games for four years than he has college. But, I mean, high school kids that are athletes, I think, deserve to get an opportunity to get offered a scholarship and prove that – hey, you know, I can compete with some of the best of the best, you know? Right. Well, and sadly here in Montana, we're not, you know, California that has 100 schools for kids to go to. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. 
we have maybe like what eight or nine that have football that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Well, hey, I want to thank you so much, Nick, for your time and just thanks for coming on and talking about power and talking about U of M Western and just talking with me about football, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, thank I want to say thank you to uh, Rob Brown for sending me the link to uh, being able to get this set up with you. I really appreciate the time I've had, I spent on here. And um, yeah, if you have any more questions, I, I would gladly come back on and answer more. So I would love to have you back on maybe yeah. closer to football season and give us a little bit of a UM, UM Western preview because actually you're going to have a pretty good friend of mine on the team next year. So. Oh, who, uh, yeah. who, who's that? Uh, Caleb Romero. Oh, um, I From think Billing I, Senior. Yeah, yeah. I we we've talked about a lot of these uh incoming guys that we're gonna have on our team next year. So. Yeah. So no, I'll definitely have to have you on maybe in like September or so, and we can yeah. preview U of M Western football. Yeah, that would be perfect. All right, cool, man. Hey, thanks All so right. much. Yeah, thank you.